0: Call to the booth, locked in on the Broncos. They want to know. Jags up next. Vine, hot, two sacks, baby. Paul, drop that beat. <laughs>
1: John Miller told Teddy Bridgewater he's given the team vibes that he hasn't seen since Peyton Manning was in the building. This is called To The Booth. I'm Harrison Sanford. That's a key to leave. We're gonna be breaking down week one, looking into week two. Akeem, I know you were very uh, encouraged by what you saw in week one from Teddy Bridgewater and those Denver Broncos.
0: Definitely, uh, the Broncos was my lock of the week, man. I knew they'd go on the road, take care of business against the Giants. Low dose of Saquon, you know. Defense looked good. Seven points given up. Pretty much killed the run. Killed the pass, too, man. Vine hot, two sacks. So, I like it. Good start.
1: So, so as we go through the show, we're going to be looking at a fantasy impact uh, for this team going into week two. We have to talk about the Jerry Judy injury as you break down uh, what those receiving corps will do against the Jacksonville Jaguars this upcoming Sunday. But let's turn back a little bit Uh, When you saw that clip of Von Miller talking to Teddy Bridgewater after the game, I imagine Broncos fans should be encouraged by not just what he did on the field, 28 of 36, 264 yards, two touchdowns, 500 Derrick Henry-like stiff arms as he was throwing the ball, Uh, but also uh, just being a leader out there on the field, and you really saw it play out there in their win on Sunday.
0: Definitely, man. That's that's a a great compliment by Von saying, you know, just complimenting his leadership uh up until this point man saying you know he haven't seen that since 18 was here the 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 small speeches the you know getting guys ready to go man and as far as I know Teddy he's been known as a as a good leader and and a a person who a quarterback who takes care of the football he did both of those things
1: on Sunday speaking of Von Miller I imagine as we're starting to award uh our weekly awards for Broncos our Bronco of the week has to be Von Miller
0: Got to be Von, man. He came back, ain't played football in a minute. And uh, he came out, he led, he looked great. Had the guys ready to go. Two sacks on the day, a lot of pressure. Played the run pretty good. Bronco of the week, for sure, my dog, Von Miller.
1: And obviously, he's going to be a candidate to get it almost every week, particularly in week two, when you look at who's going to be up at quarterback Trevor Lawrence. Again, we'll talk about that. One person who won't be on the field, though, Jerry Judy. High ankle sprain four to six weeks, he should be out. What does that mean for the offense, for the Broncos?
0: And what they say four to six weeks, but you know, I done dealt with one of these high ankle sprains before. Don't, he don't have to get no surgery, but they say four to six, I say really six to eight before you really get a full speed Judy back out there, man. It's, that high ankle sprain ain't no joke, but luckily they got a lot of depth on their team, man. Patrick, Patrick was on practice squad with the no-fly zone, and he used to give us hell in practice, man. Chris can attest to this. He used to get leave and Chris hell in practice, so I know what he can do. He's going to step up. He scored a touchdown last week. He going to step up. Him and Sutton can hold it down. Hamler can hold it down until Judy get back. But uh, I'll say a little longer than four to six weeks, man. It's, it's, it's hard to shake back that fast. But they got the guys who will step up.
1: Yeah, K.J. Hamler had a a solid performance as well. We saw Albert O, Noah fan also uh, catching passes as well. So it looks like they should be able to manage, particularly in Week 2. And they're going to need that win because that AFC West is looking tough, and we'll talk about that in the next segment. Uh, But when we awarded the Bronco of the Week, it seemed like Von Miller should get the award coming back from that injury. seems to make the most sense. Obviously, Teddy Bridgewater was a candidate as well. Also, if you go a little bit outside of the spectrum, Vic Fangio, maybe Pat Shermer as well, candidates to also get Bronco of the Week uh, with their coaching and some of the techniques that they use, particularly being 3-3 of on fourth down and particularly just going for it on fourth down. Traditionally, the team hasn't been uh, that aggressive to go for it on fourth down. What did you take from them being that aggressive?
0: Uh, Just the the, the tone was we got to get off to an early start in September, right? So... You come to them fourth and ones in key situations and coach is going for it, man. That's just, you know, he's setting the tone for the, for the season. We're going to be aggressive. We're going to be our physical guys. So that's what they did on those plays, right? So I like it, man. That's how you set the tone. That's how you that's how you make the team believe in your message. If you say, we got to be aggressive, we need a quick start, and then you punting it in situations like that, that ain't really adding up, right? So the message is adding up with, with how they playing, how they calling the game, man. Three great calls by them coaches.
1: I imagine there'll be some more great calls in week two against Trevor Lawrence and the Jacksonville Jaguars. The Broncos on the road again back in the East Coast. We'll break down that matchup next. This is Call to the Boot. What's going on? Pastor Tan here, and you're watching Call to the Boot. Like, you playing corner, um, like, what was your key? Like, when you go out there on the field, like, what was your keys? Like, as for, cause I know you... You know, you press a lot. You play off. You know, I could tell yeah. that you've been reading the opposing offense about your play style. Like, what's your like? What's your game style? Like, what makes you go out there and be at a high level?
0: Man, I, I I treat that shit like a like a like a test. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, I, I, when I watch and I study, I watch it like a test. So I watch it. 21 personnel. i watch the passes. If they got one receiver over here, he lined up right here keep on doing this, I'm gonna write that shit down. I got a good chance of getting this. If he did it one time, I might not even write that shit down. Then I do the same thing, 11 personnel, two receivers, 11 personnel, three by one, I'm on the one receiver side or I'm on a three receiver side. I just kind of remember it like a test. So three receiver side, okay. He keep running fades, hitches, or the delays. So when I get three receivers, no matter what coverage I'm in, mean, I know what I'm expecting. If I get something else and my God given ability gonna react to it. So I just kind of remember this shit, bro. I watched the tape. So boom, they break the huddle, two receivers. Oh, he running the slant. And if you run that fucking slant, bro, <laughs> it's up. You know what I'm saying? So I'm telling you, that's how I watch film. And I just watch it like a test. If they going fast and I can't remember something, I just play my coverage and play my technique. But if you watch it like that, I'm telling you, you remember shit, you remember shit. You be like, oh, he finna run his dig. They flipped. Oh, he finna run his dig. Uh, undercut a dig, he even through the shit telling you, so I do it just like a test, baby. You gotta remember it, test day is, is Sundays. Study all week. Call to the booth, brought to you by Manscaped. Tell y'all something, first of all, first of all, listen guys, my ladies can attest to this. Guys, now if you got the same pubic hair below the waist that you had when you was 18, that's not right, fellas. That's not right. So listen, groom yourself. Your lady will appreciate it, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Back to the pack. Now look, Manscaped, we got deodorant. You put this in your crevices, you know what I'm saying? Keep you fresh all day, you No, know? We got toner. See if you a little dark down there, you mm-hmm. wanna lighten up? We got toner, you know? I don't know if that's hey. what the toner
1: does. Is that not what the toner <laughs> do? does? I, mean, I, I what else? what else is gonna to tone?
0: We got the lawnmower. Everybody need a good lawnmower, man. Now more, lawnmower. Take care of yourself. Your lady will appreciate it. Some guys got a lot of hair in their ear and their nose. Look, we got the weed whacker. Let me say, We got the weed whacker. Handle your business. Manscaped, man, listen. Number one in the world when it comes to below the waist grooming.
1: Get you a pack, baby, today. Lawnmower 4.0 and a bunch of Manscaped products as a key, as. Eloquently told you about. You can get them with 20% off and free shipping with our promo code booth at manscaped.com. That's booth as the promo code, 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Don't let anybody bother you about how much time you spend on your fantasy football team. You can just give them a gift from manscaped and things will be smoothed out. manscaped.com, booth is the promo code. You know what to do. Injury and back to making an impact for the Denver Broncos. Von Miller with two sacks in the opener. Who knows what he's going to do against the Jacksonville Jaguars in week two? The Jaguars coming off that embarrassing loss, some would say, to the Houston Texans. Back here with Call to the Booth, Harrison Sanford, keeps leave. We're going to look at week two, fantasy impact, a little scouting report, everything involving uh, this matchup against the Jacksonville Jaguars. First and foremost, though, Akeeb getting a win was nice in week one, but they're going to need to get another win here because that AFC West, particularly after that Raiders win over the Ravens on Monday Night Football, is going to seem necessary to keep pace with the rest of the division.
0: Yeah, definitely. Uh, AFC West looking tough. You know, it's only one week, but, you know, good wins, man. You come out, the Raiders come out, they beat the Ravens. Uh, The Chargers come out, they beat Washington. Them, them, Them good wins to put on your record. Chiefs come out, and they beat the Browns, right? So, Big wins for everybody across the board. Not not so much for the for the Broncos, but for everybody else. But uh, you're going to have to keep pace in this AFC West, man. AFC West, NFC West. Hot, two hot divisions, right? So you're going to definitely have to keep pace. So they know what time it is.
1: Ideal world for Broncos fans. The Broncos were playing in the NFC North, but that's, you know, they, you can't control that. <laughs> it would be can't a different game. Can't control that part. All right. <laughs> <laughs> can't control that part for sure. All right. Looking at the Jacksonville Jaguars, I think everybody thought they would win against the, against the Texans. They did not. What are your concerns for the Broncos going into this matchup?
0: I don't really have no concerns, Harrison. They, they should be able to run the ball. They should be able to throw the ball. So uh, Trevor Lawrence threw three picks. He's going against another good defense, uh, even better defense. So they should be able to get their hands on the football. I don't, ain't no games in the NFL easy. But the Broncos should be able to go to Jacksonville,
1: cover the spread, handle business fairly easy. We'll get to that spread in just a moment. I want to do a little bit of fantasy football insight. Let's just say you had somebody like Ryan Fitzpatrick as your starting quarterback in fantasy football. So mm-hmm. one co-host might. Um, Teddy Bridgewater, he's going to have to go against Jacksonville. Do you pick him up as a streamer and if again if you pick him up as a streamer you assume he's going to be a you top gotta pick 12 him up. quarterback. Top tw- so would you so would you say he's a top 12 quarterback in week 2? Just just in week 2, top 12. I seen what
0: Tyrod Taylor did. Tyrod Taylor was able to extend the pocket, man, make a bunch of throws, uh get his tight end involved. He went over the top to Brandon Cooks. Tyrod Taylor could do it Why Teddy and this offense can't do it. So I don't, I don't, I don't really see a lot from Jacksonville defense. I think week two, Teddy, he'll have a pretty solid week, man. So, you know, what? We, you said we're going to talk about it a little later, but I might have Teddy on my list a little later.
1: Okay. Yeah. For that, for that, for more fantasy football insight, make sure you listen to our Wednesday show on call to the booth. Uh, you'll have it there. And you'll also have it on Friday as well as we do a little bit more fantasy uh, football insight Before we get out of here, Broncos on the on the East Coast again. 1 p.m. game Eastern. It started at two and a half line. It is now up to six. We got 30 seconds left. Give me your game pick.
0: Broncos, easy. Uh, It was. I took it at three at three points. I don't know when it jumped to six, but it's gonna keep jumping. It might jump again. So take them right now. Take the Broncos. They will go on the road and cover in Jacksonville.
1: Get your bets in now before it's too late. Before it goes up to who knows how many numbers it would be. All right, we're going to get out of here. When we come back next week, we'll look ahead to week three as the Broncos finally get back home. And maybe they'll come back home 2 and 0. That's the key to leave. I'm Harrison Sanford. This is Call to the Booth right here on Altitude TV.